Good morning. Everybody well? It is, it's pretty cool to be up here this morning. Um, Karen and I were even talking about it on the way over this morning. It's almost been three and a half years since we were making the same drive to Round Rock one Sunday morning and coming here to meet you and, and to get this journey started. And it's one, it's amazing that that much time has passed, but, but then again, it feels like it's been 20 years instead of three and a half with everything that's happened. We're going to talk a lot about that this morning. Um, and then to look out and look around this morning, I see so many faces that I remember and I recognize, and I see so many faces that I don't know. And that is so cool because what that says is that as a church, Round Rock, you're doing what we've been called to do in Pflugerville, what Jonathan's been called to do in Manor, and, and reaching people, uh, impacting lives, changing the direction of lives, and drawing people to the Father. And, and, and that's cool to see. That, that's just so very cool to see. And as I start this morning, I have to say, gig'em, because y'all have missed that, gig'em. I got to say, wreck'em. I got to say, gig'em, not from the Aggies, but from the Horn Frogs, because I don't know what the Horn Frogs say, so we'll just say, gig'em. And then go Bulldogs. I, I had a good day of football yesterday. And then I'm really intrigued, and we're going to get into the word, I promise. I'm really intrigued. Well... I, it just, it doesn't work. Uh, it, it, yeah, it just doesn't work. But then I'm really intrigued this morning because Steve's in house shoes. House shoes? And, and I've never, I never would have. These are dudes. Dudes, okay. But I never would have imagined seeing Steve in house shoes. Yeah. Late night last night, say, I mean, It was a late night last night. Didn't it? Yeah, a lot has changed. I can tell. Uh, and speaking of late nights last night, everybody stay up till midnight. Yeah. Not by choice. I don't know who said it, but I agree. Karen and I, we were watching football, of course, and at commercials, we'd flip back and forth uh, to Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve hosted by Ryan Seacrest, because you got to get all that in there. And we saw... Midnight in 2023 happened in Puerto Rico. That was at 10 o'clock last night. So we went to bed because <laughs> it's, you know, we've seen 2023, right? Of course, I turned the football game on. I wasn't going to sleep. She went to sleep. But then we had fireworks and gunfire till 1 o'clock this morning. And I don't know what else going on till about 5. So I'm sure like most of you, there wasn't a whole lot of sleep. So Stay with me, stay awake. I promise I'm going to be pretty short this morning uh, because we are tired um, and because we, we've got some black-eyed peas and whatever else it is that, that you eat on New Year's Day, um, tamales. For us, it's black-eyed peas and there'll be some pork involved and coleslaw and those kind of things because we've, we've got to, you know, we got to buy-in and, and keep all that, uh, that good luck stuff going. But as we start this morning, and as I always say, if you have your Bible, 
and I hope you do. Join me to start this morning in Proverbs chapter 16. The first part of what I want to share with you today, I just want to take you on a journey through 2022, what the year was like all the way over there in Pflugerville, Texas, because that's a long way away, and I know many of you probably don't have a clue what happens over there, and some of that may be for the good with everything that's going on in our city. Um, but uh, I, w I just want to share with you what's been happening in the life of Crosswalk Pflugerville, uh, because it, it has been, as I look back on it and think through it, it's, it's been a fantastic year. It's really been a fantastic year. And, and this morning, again, coming back here to where it all started and to have Charlie lead worship this morning, uh, it, it took me back to September, well, actually, Charlie, June of 2021, but, you know, our launch on September 12th of 2021, and, and Charlie was with us as, as our worship leader to help us, help us to get things rolling, and it was, that was, that was a bonus to the morning to have, uh, to have you lead in worship. You can come back if, if you want. Um, yo, can't have him, okay. Yeah, yo, I, I've been trying, uh, with Patrick to convince him to let Charlie come back, to let Esther come. Um, I've, I've, I've worked and finagled on a lot, and nothing has happened. So I don't know what y'all pay him, but I can't afford to get him away from you. But Pflugerville 2022, we had a fantastic year. And to start, just have to say thank you. You are as a church, Crosswalk Round Rock, you're the primary reason that we're there because as this church began 10 years ago with a heart and a vision and a passion to reach people and the idea of multiplication and the vision of multiplication and on your hearts long time ago, the city of Pflugerville landed. And, and God worked some amazing, crazy things out over a long time to get us here and to make that possible in you as a church are a huge part of that from your support, of course. Thank you for your support, for your prayer. The most important thing to us, the thing we cherish and value more than anything in the world is your prayer. And we know without a doubt <clears throat> that you are constantly in prayer for us. And we just, we want to say thank you for that. Uh, it makes all the difference. Um, your prayer, even when, even when we don't know when you're praying for us, we feel the results and feel the impact of that because of the things that God has allowed to happen over the last year. When, when we've doubted and when we've struggled, your prayers have made the difference and your prayers have caused momentum and your prayers have caused doors to open, doors to close. All kinds of things to happen. So I, I want to start with, with this verse because for us, for the year of 2022, this was our verse as a church. As we started the year, we banked 2022 on commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. And out of that, we took the word commit. Commit. As, as our word for the year. 
And as the, as the year went on, I have to tell you, that word commit even developed a little bit deeper and in a way turned into the word surrender. But our, our heart for the year was to commit and, and you know, to connect and entrust and give over all that we were to the authority and the power and the direction of God so that he could do things, so that he could work and move in our city. And, and out of that, and, and the group in Pflugerville laughed at me when I, when I threw this at them a year ago, but we had a battle cry for 2022. And it rhymes, and I'm sorry, but it did. But our battle cry was much to do in 22. And that, that's how we face the year. Um, and, and I say face the year because that's how we face the year full of unknowns and full of no idea what was going to happen. And some great things started to happen immediately. And I want to share this with you because it just shows how, how prayer and that commitment to, to God and what he's doing and how his provision comes to life because when we launched, um, Charlie and I were meeting really early at a hotel, the courtyard by Marriott and setting up and getting things ready. And we got to the point, we weren't going to be able to afford that anymore. It was going to be $1,500 a week to meet at that hotel. And it just wasn't going to happen. I mean, it, even, even if we had a $2 million budget, I would be really reluctant to pay $1,500 a week to use somebody's facilities. Along came, and this, this is a lot of fun to talk to people when they say, well, where do you meet? We meet at Spring, Spring Hill Catfish Restaurant. I almost said Stonehill. Spring Hill Catfish Restaurant. Do you know what it's like to preach while they're cooking catfish? <laughs> I'm telling you, it is hard. They open at 11, we finish at 11, and my stomach is rumbling at every Sunday morning when we finish. But we, we worship at Spring Hill Catfish Restaurant because that's the door that God opened for us. And right now that door is still open. And God's provision, I'm glad you asked what it is. Because for the restaurant, we're, we're paying, and it, it really feels like we're kind of robbing them of something, but we're paying $50 a week to use that restaurant. So through God's provision committed to what he's called us to do and allowing him to move and work and do all things. We saved about $70,000 this last year just through that, one, through that one provision of what God can do. So I, I want to challenge you as we start, don't, don't underestimate what God can do. Yeah, it's strange to meet in a catfish restaurant. It really is. But it's been so good. We've connected with new people. Uh, we've had the opportunity to grow closer together as a family, and that family is spelled PF because everything in Pflugerville is spelled with a PF. And our family has grown closer together over catfish sometimes, but just over the, the ability to be together in a place that for whatever that time period is, and the time period is right now, it's our home. And it, it's our place. But God can work through so many things when, when we commit and allow him to work and do what he wants to do and just get out of the way and just 
get out of the way. And that's hard for me to do, and that's hard for me to say. But what happened in 2022? Here's a few of the things that, that God did through Crosswalk Pflugerville. We hosted five mission teams over this last year, uh, beginning from spring break through the summer. We contacted, and I tried to find, because I have it, because I'm a spreadsheet guy, I tried to find the exact number of homes that we contacted. And we defined a contact by one that doesn't have no soliciting on it. We didn't even count those. Uh, because if they don't want us on the porch, we didn't count that we contacted their house. But somewhere over 2,000 houses we, we contacted over, over this year, uh, and primarily with those mission teams uh, with us. We had 200 or so conversations with people on their front porch uh, where they actually opened the door. That does still happen. Not very often. I've talked to a lot of ring doorbells over the, the past three years. Um, but where we actually had conversations with people on the porch so that, you know, that's about 10% if you, if you want to do the math. Uh, but here, here's the blessing of it all. We had 48 converse, of those conversations, 48 of those were, we, were, were where we shared the gospel. Not just said Jesus, not just said church, but where we shared the gospel with someone face-to-face, one-on-one, uh, many times in those conversations where we experience someone in a crisis looking for answers. And we were able to share the hope that we have with them. I know your next question is, well, how many of them connected with your church? Zero. But you know that's okay. Because the seeds were planted. And we've had the chance even with some of them to follow up and have more conversations. But what our prayer for those conversations are that there's someone else that comes behind waters those seeds, and those seeds grow. And maybe one day they do connect with us. Maybe they connect here. Maybe they connect somewhere in Austin. That's not the goal, and that's not the, 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 the goal is not that they just all connect with Crosswalk Pflugerville. That would be nice. I mean, that would be nice. It would be a great benefit. But what we hope, what our heart desire is, is that they connect with Jesus Christ in a meaningful relationship and find a place where they can connect as, as a family with a body of believers and grow in their faith. That's what our hope and prayer is. Um, maybe one day a bunch of them will come walk in the, walking in the door. And we've had a few that have visited. They didn't stay. They said the preacher was bad and they left. And, and that's okay too. But what our prayer is for them is that they will find that place and the people where they can connect and where they can grow. We also this year, we saw four people come to Christ. Two of those we were able uh, to celebrate their baptism. And we got to do that. What was so very cool was on our birthday of, of a church. Uh, one of our families who's sitting right over here and smiling at me, and I'm not going to just point them out completely, but they allowed us to come invade their home, and we ate a bunch of food and sat around, and then we used their swimming pool uh, to baptize uh, our, first, our first two baptisms um, as a church. So lots to celebrate there. Um, what are we continuing to do? 
Bible studies. We, we had a Bible study, a men's group that started back in 2021. That one still is rocking and rolling. We meet on Wednesday nights at 530, just right over here at the Dairy Queen in Hutto. If any of you don't have anything to do on a Wednesday night, and Steve would give you permission to not be here, come join us at the Dairy Queen. We eat a pretty decent hamburger, always have ice cream, and have a good time together as, as we study and talk about um, how to be men of God. Um, for the ladies, we had a group that started out, uh, they were called Chicks and Queso. And would meet at Torchies um, and just do life together. And out of that developed a women's Bible study that met this last fall. And they're waiting to start again in the spring just as soon as uh, school gets back in, in swing and, uh, and everybody gets back to uh, whatever we call a normal schedule. I don't know what that is. We established a great partnership, two great partnerships, but the primary one with Dessau Elementary School. Uh, there happens to be a little bit of an advantage at Dessau because that's where Karen teaches. Um, so it kind of gave us a natural foot in the door. But so many great things have developed out of that partnership and are still developing. Um, one, of the, one of the opportunities ahead of us that hasn't begun yet is the opportunity um, to mentor um, the, the, especially the young men um, and help them find their way in life. Uh, that's that is still under under developments, but uh, one of the th some of the things that have happened. Um, Karen is leading a, a daily uh, devotional group with how many twenty or so teachers um, in in the school there. Um, I have an opportunity one Friday a month to go on campus and lead a teacher Bible study on a Friday morning. I think the 12 of them come because I bring donuts, but it doesn't matter because while they're eating a donut, I'm, I'm sharing the truth of the word with them, and it's, it's just been fantastic. That includes, that includes administration. That's, that's not just classroom teachers. That includes administration. Um, what we do as a church with that partnership is once a month we host uh, a birthday party for all the teachers that have had a birthday that month. And all of you, I think all of you would appreciate this, but especially teachers. You walk in with a cake, and you are best friends to 75 teachers in a heartbeat. And that's literally all I do is walk in with a birthday cake one day a month and try to cut it fast enough so that they can get a piece of cake and get back to what they're doing. But it's, it's allowing us to develop some fantastic relationships there on that campus. A campus that, like many of them around here, I won't just say Pflugerville, around here, many of the campuses that are closed. And access is, hasn't been allowed for lots of reasons, um, but not, not available, not able to get on those campuses. And we've been able to do a lot of work um, and, and share a lot of hope and happiness uh, with the campus there at uh, Dessau Elementary School and right adjacent to them, Dessau Middle School. I have been a part of the first ever FCA huddle um, that's alive and active at Dessau Middle School. Um, we had the first ever see you at the pole at Dessau Middle School. Um, out of that and out of a lot of work taking place in Pflugerville by a whole lot of people, and this, this is just a huge celebration. On December the 8th, 
and I have a heart for students, if y'all don't remember that, those of you that know me. On De December the 8th, we had the first ever in Pflugerville, Texas, see you at the poll. We, uh, not see you at the poll. I already said that. Fields of faith. We had fields of faith on the field, PF, field, in Pflugerville, Texas, and we had about 60 students show up. And it's just phenomenal. God, God is alive, and God is active, and God is working. And sometimes we do. We just have to step back and let him work and get out of the way. One of the things we did, and, and, and we'll move on because I, I don't want to spend all the time just talking about Crosswalk Pflugerville, but on a Sunday in October, we went out uh, Deutschenfest, the annual German festival in the city of Pflugerville, if you guys know anything about that. Um, pretty much, it's, it's a weekend-long party. Uh, but this year, on Sunday morning, they had, i got to look at my notes, the Deutschenfest Family Fun Day and Fun Run. And that all did start with a PF. And they allowed nonprofits to set up at the festival and be there and hand things out and talk to people. And guess where we had church that Sunday morning? At Deutschenfest. We met a lot of people. We made a lot of contacts. It was, it was obviously strange to have, uh, to have church out there. Um, but, you know, church isn't just coming to a building and singing a couple of songs. Church is out where the people are. And we were, we were the, the face of Jesus Christ that morning. And we were the only church there. And so we got, to, we got to make a lot of contacts. But God has allowed us to do so many amazing things this last year. And all we're doing is doing what we're doing right where God has us and watching him connect the dots. That's all we're doing. That's all we know how to do is just be where he has us and let him work around us and then join him in, in the work. And that's despite what the world says about everything going on right now and about what the world said about 2022 last year. Y'all remember a year ago, the, the forecast and the prognosis for the year of 2022? I think a lot of us went into it with dread. We went into it with our eyes wide open and our hearts wide open. We had a fantastic year. So let's, let's move out of that now because 2022 has come to a close officially has come to a close. And here, here we are this morning, standing face to face with 2023. And, you know, there's, there's so many things, there's so many things that are, that are stirring right now about what is this year going to be like? What, what should we expect for 2023? What should, what should we do or what should we not do? And the only thing that I can tell you this morning, and this is what I want to encourage you with, the only thing that I can tell you for the year and, and for us, and I'm not going to sing, but the only thing that I can tell you is how we should approach 2023 is one day at a time. Anybody remember that song? Chris Christofferson. I just happened to bring the lyrics. I'm not going to sing. But verse 1 goes something like this. I'm only human. 
I'm just a man, I'm just a woman, fill in that blank however you want. Help me believe in what I could be and all that I am. Show me the stairway that I have to climb. Lord, for my sake, teach me to take one day at a time. And I really do. I think for us this year heading into 2023, that's how we've got to face this year. That's how we've got to face everything that's ahead of us going forward. And that will take us now to 2 Timothy. And I'll give you just a second uh, to get there. But 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. If you don't have your Bible with you, uh, that it will be on the screen. But this, this is not uh, Crosswalk Pflugerville Group. This isn't going to be our verse for the year. And I'm not going to tell you guys what our verse for the year is. If you want to know that, we're meeting next Sunday morning. You can come learn about that. Or you can go to our webpage and click on messages and you'll be able to hear and know what our, our verse is for the year. But I think Paul gives us some words that he wrote to Timothy that I, I, I believe for us as we take 2023 one day at a time, this is something that we need to live by. Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And I know, I know, like me, many of you remember the time when we could look forward to the new year, right? Something changed three years ago in our world where we didn't really look forward to the new year. We kind of stepped into it with a little bit of dread. And what has developed now is, is honestly a whole lot of fear of the unknown. And it's, it's caused us it's caused us as the church. It's caused us as the church really to kind of pull back. Think about this. And none of this is none of this is said in any criticism of anybody here or not here or watching later on Facebook. It's it's caused us everything that's going on around us in our climate has caused us to pull back. And and honestly, where we are now it seems like for the last three years, this conversation that's continued to roll on, we've really become comfortable and are scared. And we've really become comfortable in our fear. And we've really become comfortable just to, just to sit still and wait and see what happens and there were, there were two words that came out of the pandemic a couple of years ago that I've adopted them in a different way now is because what I hope we can go away with this morning over just the next few minutes is I, I give you a challenge out of 2 Timothy 1 um, is that we can get out of this idea of holding back and living in fear in this new abnormal that we're living in. You know, for so many years now, three years now, we've heard about this new normal. It's turned into a new abnormal. We're not who we were. We are not who we were. And we need, we need to get back to who we were as people, but we need to get back to who we were as believers. The world is going to continue to go its direction, and we can either engage it 
and engage it well with the gospel and the love of Christ, or we can continue to hang on in our scared in this new abnormal and just sit and watch it and complain about it. Because we're really good about complaining about it, right? I mean, I'm one of the best. Again, I told you I wasn't being critical of anybody. And, and over in Pflugerville, one of the things that's developed over the past couple of months is this whole idea of pointing at somebody and saying something to somebody and about somebody. You've got to be careful with this because there's three of them coming back at you when you're pointing at somebody. And when I'm standing up here crapping and complaining and criticizing what's going on in the world, I'm getting three reminders back at me, well, what are you doing? except complaining and living in fear and doing nothing. What are you doing? And I found a couple of of different things things really funny on Facebook. Um, If you're on Facebook, you've probably seen these too. Everybody starts, nowadays they're posting memes of everything. And a couple of things just on this idea of, of this fear and this new abnormal we're living in. One I saw the other day that's really funny. Nobody claimed 2023 as your year. We're all going to walk in real slow. Be good, be quiet, be cautious, be respectful, and don't touch anything. I disagree. I disagree. I think we need to rearrange the furniture on this year. Another one I read. On New Year's Eve, an old Irish tradition is to open your door at midnight and let out the old year and let the new year in. And then they went on to say, I think this year deserves the doors, windows, and garage doors to be open. And I kind of agree with that one because we need to let that new year in so that we're ready to go forward and and face face it with the Lord. And then the last one, um... And, and this one, this one goes right along with everything that we've bought into the last three years. Wouldn't it be great if we could read the terms and conditions before we agreed to 2020, 2023? Well, sadly, this morning it's 2023 and the terms and conditions are already in place. So we don't get to agree with them or not agree with them. We just get to move forward one day at a time. Verse 2. Do you remember when you walked among men? Well, Jesus, you know if you're looking below that it's worse now than then. Pushing and shoving, crowding my mind. So for my sake, Lord, teach me to take. And y'all know the next line. One day at a time. You know, and God himself gives us so many different, um, so, so many different clear Um, clear instructions and clear directions and clarity on how we should how we should face things not facing things in fear because you know Paul is Paul is writing to Timothy I'm losing my voice so we're almost done y'all are in luck but Paul is writing to Timothy to encourage him because if you study Timothy and 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 get to know things about Timothy you know Timothy was called and, and Paul Paul I guess Steve raised Timothy and, in, in, you know, discipled Timothy, taught Timothy, brought Timothy along, gave Timothy responsibilities, and then at one point pulled Timothy back from responsibilities, gave him some more. And, and what we know as we study about Timothy, it really, it fits, 
it really fits with what we're talking about this morning about how we should face 2023 and how we should face everything ahead of us is we know from Timothy and, 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 and studying is that he did need encouragement on occasion because he would get discouraged. He would get distracted and he could be heavily influenced by what was going on in the world and the culture around him. Does that sound familiar to anybody in the room? I think it's, I know it does for me. I think it does for a lot of us. But Paul is writing to Timothy to encourage him to not just be Timothy and not just sit and wait and not just sit and watch, but to, to he even tells him in, in the verse before the one that we read, fan into flame. The gifts that you've been given, fan into flame that call that's been put on your heart, fan into flame what you've been given the responsibility to do. And again, God gives us so many, so many words in different places in Scripture that we can quote really quick, but we don't always, I don't, I don't think we always respond to them the way that they were given to us. You know, God to Joshua this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I mean, why, why would we live in fear when we're stepping into a new year or a new whatever when we know that the Lord is with us and when we go with him, we have nothing to fear. David to God said in, in Psalm 56, but when I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. Another one that we can say so easily, well, I'll just put my trust in God. But do we? Or is it just lip service? Because it's what we're supposed to say. And then we face fear still trusting me and not trusting God and then needing encouragement. Another one, Matthew Jesus to his disciples, when the disciples had asked him, you know, how, well, Jesus, how is it possible to save the world? And I'm not trying to take this out of context, but I want you to hear the words that Jesus shared with his, his disciples in that moment that I think for us are, 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 to, uh, are a day-to-day -day lesson. He says, humanly speaking, it's impossible. But with God, everything is possible. With God, everything is possible. We have nothing to fear. One more. Because the, the, the word is just rich and full of, of so much for us. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I know instantly for some of you in the room, it pops straight into your head. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you what path to take. You don't have to, and catch this, these are two different words, and my East Texas is going to come out. You don't have to wonder, and you don't have to wander. Trust God. Back to, you know, our verse for the year. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will and He will show you. 
all of this, all of these scripture, all of the words of Paul, all, all of all of the even the, the quips and jokes about 2023, all of this applies to us because through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, none of us were given a spirit of cowardice or weakness. Catch this. We're given a power to be demonstrated in a fearless testimony of Christ. Fearless testimony of Christ. We have nothing to fear. Open the doors. Open the windows. Let the new year in. Let's engage it. Not alone. Not crazy. Not haphazard. Because there are things in the world and there are things for us as believers that we have to, in a spirit of love, in a spirit of self-discipline and self-control, there are things that we must do in the world so that the people will know the message and the love of Jesus Christ. But there should be no fear in sharing that message and sharing our faith, that fearless testimony of Christ that you have. I know that you as a church, you've been studying uh, the book of Acts. I don't remember exactly what your study has been called. Um, but one of the first verses that you looked at is you opened that book uh, a couple of months ago, Acts 1.8. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. What's, what's the choice there? Everywhere. We're called with power, the power that we're given through the Holy Spirit, to go and to tell because that spirit that we all have, the scriptures tell us, cast out all fear. You get it? We have nothing to be afraid of in this new year. Nothing to be afraid of this new year. And we have so much work to do. And starting today, starting today, hear this church, the negotiation with the new year has got to stop. We, we've got to stop worrying about what the government's going to do or what this or that disease is going to do or what's the school going to do or what's my job going to do. And I know you're looking at me and you're saying, dude, you're standing up there and you're preaching and it's so easy for you to say, no, it's not. Because I don't know what tomorrow brings. The world may come crashing down in my life tomorrow. But I know without fear that I can trust God in all things. I've seen him work. I shared a bunch of that with you already this morning. I've seen him work just like you have in your lives. And so that, that brings a question up in me 
is when we've seen him work and we've seen him do things and we can stand and talk about all the things that God has done, how then can we sit back in fear and worry and do nothing? How? I, I, and, and no, I'm talking to me too. I'm not just talking to you because everything as I stand up here and, and talk to you, there's things, thoughts rolling through my mind. Well, you need to, you ought to, you're saying this, so why aren't you? This is a challenge for all of us. Because what did Paul say? For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So how do you do this? It starts in that discipline. You know, I, I, I think, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, not long ago y'all studied through the, the disciplines, self-disciplines and disciplines of the Spirit. And there's, it depends on which list you look at, you know, there's, there's 12 of them or there's seven or there, there's whatever. But, you know, it, it starts in, in our personal lives with time in the Word, time in prayer, time in fellowship, time in worship, and the list continues, but it, it, it starts with us personally. Those things are those personal self-disciplines that have to be part of our lives because it's impossible to go forward in the strength and the power of the Lord when you don't know what it is and you're not living in it and experiencing it for yourself. Those self-disciplines, those, those have got to be a part of your battle plan as you take on and move forward in 2023. And Heath, that goes for you too. We've got to be grounded. And we've got to be listening. And we've got to be disciplined in those Practices because when we're scared to face and put question marks at the end of that question, I, I'm scared of the word has the answer for you. God has the answer for you. Take it to him and listen. Trust him as you read. Trust him as you study. And, and I, I know I saw them on the table out there, and I'm sure if you asked Anna, there's even more of those. But there's, there's reading plans out there. You know, well, how, how do I start? Just start with a basic reading plan to give you a schedule to be in the Word. But, but hear me on this, church, uh, because I have to say this because I'm, I'm going to be transparent with you because this has been part of my journey on, on those annual reading plans. That, that kind of sounds daunting, an annual reading plan. Don't, don't take one of those on and get caught up in a, in a legalistic battle with God with those things. I've done it. I've had those plans where I know I'm supposed to read, let's just throw a number out there, eight pages of Scripture a day so that I can stay on schedule. And my time in the Word turned into a schedule. Because if I didn't get those eight pages in, then tomorrow i got to read 16, and I'm going to be behind. And so it turned into a legalistic struggle, and it was a battle to be in the Word. 
and it wasn't enjoyable. So don't, don't take one of those reading plans if you fear that you're going to face it and take it on that way. But find a plan where you can be in the Word daily, daily, looking, digging, asking. And then I'll even dare you a little bit deeper. Journal. I don't know what to write. I don't either. God knows. And God will give you what's on your heart. Put it down. Because what's so good about journaling is you can go back. You ever wonder what God has done in your life? Go back. And I, I don't tell you this to brag. I tell you this because this is what I do. I've got 10 or 11 years worth of journals in a box at my house. And when I have those questions and those doubts of what God is doing, I can pull one of those out and I can show you. Because you can see how God has changed your heart, how he's changed directions, how he's answered prayers and answered questions. Try it. Give it a shot. Steve did a couple of years ago, and I think now he's stuck on it. But prepare yourself with those disciplines in the word, in prayer, in worship, in fellowship, and in so many other things. And round rock, if you need you're looking for more, you're looking for deeper. The man sitting right here and the man sitting right here would love to talk to you and help you with those things. You don't have to do this alone. I'm not telling you to take 2023 on alone. There's people that will walk this out with you as well. But ask. There's so many resources that, that are available for you. Words of Paul again, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. 2023, come on. We're ready. We're ready. Right? We just got to step in and go forward. So, Charlie, if you guys would, would come on up, we'll close out together um, in worship before, before we step out into all that is 2023. And as, as these guys come up, close out with the chorus of that song. And I know you're all dying for me to sing it, but I'm not. The chorus, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking from you. Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday's gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today. Show me the way. One day at a time. Let's pray together. Father, this morning, God, we just we thank you. Um, we thank you for the truth of your word. And God, we thank you for the power that you give us to live our lives in you. And God, I pray for each and every one of us, beginning with me. God, that the fear and, and 
those, those timid natures and, and reluctancy that's, that's kind of taken root over the past couple of years. God, that we, we, could, we could, we could move past that, move out of that. And God, re-engage, re-engage the world that's in front of us. And God, we all know without any doubt that your truth, your gospel is the only thing that can correct a messed up world. And so God, use us to share that truth. God, give us boldness and courage to share so that your kingdom can grow. And God, remind us, always remind us, we never know the impact that the truth of your word will have around the world. So God, again, God, I pray that we would do what you've called us to do with boldness. And we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen.